Welcome back to Open House with Mark Sewick and Corey James Moran, brought to you by the Mark Sewick team at Keller Williams Realty, a Greater Rochester real estate podcast. Welcome to episode 17. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just when you thought buying a home couldn't be more stressful, let's do it in a place you don't live. <laughs> Yay! Um, wait, wait, that is so out of context. Are people <laughs> understanding what you're saying? I had to think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I've had uh, quite a bit of experience with this actually, uh, especially recently. We work with a relocation company, so I have a number of clients who are out of state. And, and I wanted to share a little bit of that process because uh, it certainly is different and it can be more challenging. But as I have, uh, I've remained steadfast in my approach that when it comes down to it, buying in general can be difficult, but not impossible. So Indeed. Yeah. So, and, 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 but, but you are right in your assessment, moving from outside of the area. Very stressful. Yeah. So we'll get into that in a bit. If you missed last week's episode, uh, thanks again to our very special guest, our transaction coordinator, Yvonne. Uh, rave reviews about the podcast, by the way. I'm a little, uh, I'm a little jealous, uh, to be honest. We had our team meeting and everyone was congratulating Yvonne. And thank you, Mark, for saying, Corey, you did okay, too. So well, that was you did okay. fair. You did Service, serviceable, <laughs> right? So, um, so this is this is several weeks running now that, that yeah. you're dealing with issues of, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. How, how how are things going with your therapist? Oh, you know, it's it's fine. We'll uh, we're going to meet on, on Thursday. Oh, okay. um, we'll, we'll we'll push all the other issues out of the way for a bit. We'll focus on this for a while. No, uh, she was great, and we talked about uh, keeping deals together because it's so much more than your offer's accepted. Hey, everything's done. No, there's so much that goes into it. And uh, not to put anyone into a state of alarm, but there's a lot of things that can go wrong, which is why you want to, as we said last week, surround yourself with uh, the proper group of advocates for you. Absolutely. And she she is one of our, secret, yeah. probably our, our greatest secret weapon. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. Yeah. Just Listen, great. There's a reason why we close 98% of our deals, which is more than the average uh, team yeah, or agent yeah, does. Yeah. Um, so yeah, go check that out. Subscribe, review, share as always to help the podcast grow, especially if you know people in other countries because we're our streak's continuing. I know there was a bit there where we didn't have uh, an update to our interna- international listenership, but here we are. Germany is on board. Wow. So do you have special um, things to tell us about Germany? I do. Of course I do. Oh, great. Did you know, Mark, that beer is officially considered food in Bavaria? I did not know this. Mm-hmm. No, no. This would have been um, good here in the States when uh, Cuomo had his uh, his food mandate. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, when he had his food, food mandate, right? <laughs> right? We're not going there, huh? This is food. Oh, that's right. That's right. This is the real estate. Yeah, yeah okay. L- listen, Mark, he's taking one for the state, okay? He doesn't want to put us through that. That is why he's stepping down, obviously. So, yes, yes. So, so noble and, and remarkable. So that's fun fact one about Germany. Number two. Did you know mm. gummy bears invented in Germany? Really? Mm-hmm. No, I did not know who, who invented them or, or why were they invented. No, nothing? No. Why do you ask follow-up questions? I, that's yeah, what, that's my know. third. Yeah. No. Uh, my third one is, and I think you probably know this, uh, but some people may not. While it's called Oktoberfest, it actually starts in September. I did not Really? Know no, yeah. no. Yeah. Uh, uh, my, the, uh, my in-laws went there uh, a couple of years back, and they got the legit... Lederhosen, yeah, yeah, went all for it. For I'll have sure. to have my. I mean, you know, September is just weeks away. I'll have to find my Lederhosen and, uh, yeah. Have you been to Germany? Y- yeah, I was. I was in Germany. I'll never forget. I hitchhiked through Europe when I was in college. Really? And, oh, yeah, it was great. It was just awesome. So I remember hitchhiking 
um, through Germany, and I'm just exploring Munich, Munchen, and I'm exploring, and I'm like, wow, it's like 12 noon, and they have this enormous park in the middle of Munich, and like, that is so cool that on the lunch hour, everybody just gets to like hang out and enjoy lunch, and like literally there were thousands of people there. Really? And as I'm walking, and as I'm getting closer, I'm getting closer, I'm realizing there's like this very fast-moving current. Um, there's a, a, a water feature of some sort. It's like a, a very fast-moving like creek, or you know, it wasn't large enough to be a river. And I'm realizing that people are jumping in. And I'm like, and I'm getting closer and closer. I'm like, I am so in, in, enthralled by this and so excited. And as I'm getting closer, I'm realizing none of them are wearing clothing. <laughs> None of them. It's like in the middle of Munich. I, now, like, who would have okay. thought? There, there we have it. There you have it. Just uh, some nudists just doing their thing, <laughs> so, taking a little break. Why not? I, I did not know that Germans were so progressive. Well, there yet. we go. Okay, so, there it is. Back so, to real estate. Uh, Germany, if you're uh, you're listening there, you're clothed or not clothed, whatever, yeah, we're happy yeah, that you're yeah, listening. So thank yeah. you for that. Um, let's get a local market update. We have broken our streak, sadly. We've been, uh, what, two or three weeks in a row? where things have uh, been on an uptick, uh, yeah, that's come to an end. Last week, for Monroe County, we had 570 active listings. We're now down to 525 uh, as far as the six-county region. Last week, we were at 1,005, now down to 960. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, not, I'm not surprised by this. Um, August is traditionally a slower month. Yeah. Uh, people are really, I mean, at this point in time, uh, over the course of the next week or so, people begin to, re- they, they come to re- the realization Summer's almost over, and people begin thinking like, "Oh my God, you know, pass the tanning butter. I'm going to have one more margarita, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, that, that kind of thing." So people really aren't focused on real estate. Um, but what is interesting is that uh, I, I think this is evidence of the fact that the buyers are still out there. I mean, if we were at 1,005 listings last week, and we're now down to 960, people are buying stuff up. Yeah. 40, 45 properties, you know, a net of 45 properties just you know just sold like that. So yeah, it's very healthy. I think September is going to be very telling. September is going to be, I mean, I'm not sure, you, well, you were in the meeting yesterday. We have a lot mm-hmm. of properties going on the market for sale um, in, in September. So yeah, um, it's going to be, it's going to be a, a wild month. It's going to be insane. Usually I say this for the end of the podcast, but if you want to check out those uh, listings, since Mark did mention them, once they go live, they are uh, up on our website as well, uh, markseawick.com. M-A-R-K-S-I-W-I-E-C.com. Yeah. All right, let's get into the main topic for episode 17, buying a home. In an area that you don't live. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it can be difficult. Obviously, we've uh, discussed at length the challenges that buyers are facing in this market. So let's just up the difficulty level a little bit uh, and do it in a place where you don't live. It, 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 we don't even know where to start with some of these clients sometimes because yeah. a lot of them will want to buy uh, and move in seamlessly from... Chicago or Brooklyn and, and immediately move into a house. That's really difficult if you're trying to do all this remotely. So, so you may recollect several months ago, I talked about the fact that when I get 16 offers on a property, I create five piles. Yep. And the first pile that we throw out, um, they literally just talk, go into a garbage can, are those buyers who have never seen the property. Mm-hmm. So if somebody's thinking about moving into the area and not committing to coming in and spending a weekend or two or three to find the right property, they stand no chance whatsoever. Yeah, it's it's definitely very tough. That's for sure. So that's why option one is uh, don't. You can try to rent, which that is the direction that the majority of my out-of-state clients mm-hmm. have gone. And I certainly understand that. You become more familiar with the market. Um, obviously, renting an apartment for a year is far less of a commitment than buying a house that you may stay you know, for 10, 15, 20 years. Um, so totally get that. 
I will say this, and we broke this down when we talked about renting a few podcasts back. Um, also very difficult right now. So I just want to mm-hmm. throw that out there. Keep that in mind. I mean, I, I think I said this before, but for me, I feel more of a stress level in those situations um, for my clients that I'm trying to find rentals for than I do for clients I'm trying to find houses for. Well, and think about trying to do that come November, December, January. Yeah. You get people moving in from outside of the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, landlords just don't want to have vacancies. So they're filled up. You compound that by throwing a few kids into the mix. Oh, yeah. And you've got to find your family situated in a very particular school district. Um, those are difficult and stressful situations. It is. So so many do try to go that route, though. And certainly I, I get that. And I'm happy to help uh, you know my clients find those rentals as best I can. Uh, thankfully, everyone's found one. So we've been good. 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 So, you do so, your job. You yes. Do it well. Yep. Um, but if you don't want to rent, if you can't rent, because uh, there are some people that they just want to buy, right? I just want to buy. I'm done with renting. I don't want to have uh, just lighting my money on fire. I know, Mark, you own a lot of rental properties, so it pains you a little bit to say that. No, no, you know, not at all. True. No, it's yeah, true. Yeah, very yeah. true. Um, so some people just want to just buy. So thankfully, it does help a little bit because of the advances in technology. Mm-hmm. I imagine uh, before some of these advances, it was even more difficult uh, well, you're well, you're looking at a grainy black and white right. image yeah. from like you know yeah. you're trying to do this in 1978 mm-hmm. or when I when I started in the business what well, it was 1990 uh, when I started in the business and did I ever tell you this uh-uh. we used to have books delivered to the office it only lasted for a few weeks when I started thankfully technology started to advance a little bit but they used to drop off a series of they, they looked like thin copies. Of the white pages, the white oh, the, the old phone directors, and, yeah, and so they'd be like you know 150 pages long or 125 pages long, and you would just flip through there, and there would be a grainy image of a property, no interior photos whatsoever, yeah, and like you know six pieces of information, you know the price, Perfect. the school district, the square footage, I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, good. so uh, yeah, so thankfully the MLS has come a long way since then, thankfully, and and, and of course th- 3D tours, uh, Matterport tour, mm-hmm. tours, virtual tours, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, the biggest thing you want to do, obviously, is your research. And that is kind of a, uh, a pointed point, uh, if I will. There's multiple aspects to it. You want to do your research for the market, know as much as you can, obviously. But you also want to do your research on an agent. I mean, Mark, I would argue, and we might be a little biased, but it's even more important to go with an agent that knows their stuff in a market that you know nothing about because that you're trusting them even more than someone who lives in that market and, and knows at least the area. Not only do you need that, tell me if I'm going down a path you don't want to necessarily pursue at this point, you not only need them to help you find the right property in the right school district, but boy, if, if an agent um, involved in relocation is doing their job, they're going to introduce the family to a great pediatrician, or yes. make social um, trailing spouses, helping the trailing spouse to find uh, a, a employment. You know, that's all about network. Big time, yeah. Uh, you helping them, you know, introducing them to. I mean, is, is this a good time to? No, we're going. Yeah, no, this is fine. Yeah, I, I, I'd be. Why don't you talk a little bit? About what happens when it is that you get a phone call from somebody and they say, "Hey, um, I'm going to be in town a week from Thursday. I'm interviewing for a job, and I think I'm going to take it." What, what, what do you do at that point in time? Sure. Yeah. So not only do I obviously bring them to the home that they want to see but we take a tour of the area so important it is it, it really is just to give that knowledge it's so important and not only is it the the tour of the city but it's all of these different things that are part of the city so for example uh, midtown athletic club 
Oh, is, you, 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 we always bring people to Midtown. Always, always. Actually, I brought um, one of my, she's going to buy eventually, but one of my renters there, that was part of the tour that I gave her. And she absolutely loved that place. I think that's going to be, I mean, she's moving here knowing no one. Um, it, it, so it's really interesting. What that, a perfect place. Because, right? I mean, not only is it a great place to get a great workout, but you, it's a social, it's a social gathering totally. spot. Yeah. And she I, mentioned how she's into tennis and they have tennis leagues. Uh, and that's, yeah, I mean, yeah. when you think about it, when you move from somewhere else and you don't know anyone, you're restarting your life. Well, that's it, one of the things that we try to do is make social introductions for those clients. So we'll invite them to dinner. We'll invite them to a few parties. We'll invite them to a fundraiser. That's actually always great. But what's the most obvious place that you're going to bring somebody when it is they're moving in from out of town and you're giving them a tour of the city? Pittsburgh Wegmans. Yeah, that's just a no-brainer. <laughs> you have to. Um, and they usually, I mean, you would agree, if you're coming from a large city, but boy, most people walk in and they lose their shit. <laughs> It I, is. Uh, it is. They just. They can't believe what they walked into. I had a. Uh, I was on one recently, and they said, "So you guys are really into Wegmans here, <laughs> <laughs> and we are, and, and it is." And I. And I didn't. I had to pause at that moment because I. I've lived here long enough again, I guess, where I kind of forgot that Wegmans is sort of a community center as well. Like depending on where you live, mm-hmm. there's the Wegmans that you mm-hmm. go to, and you see the same people and. Yep. It really is. So introducing these aspects of community are a big thing that we do. And and then you touched on it earlier, Mark, um, introducing people to really anyone that they need to know. I mean, I think that we really pride ourselves on the networks we have outside of real estate. Oh, sure. I, I, I think one of the reasons that we're successful as a team, I mean, there are lots and lots of reasons, but we, and I say this very modestly, but we know everybody in town. We really know everybody in town. Yeah. And so, you know, you want to find out what's going on in terms of local business. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you pick up the phone, you call Bob Duffy. Uh, somebody's concerned about COVID, but they're not getting, you know, pick up the phone and call Mike Mendoza. Sure. Somebody, you know, somebody wants to know what's going on with county government. You pick up the phone and you call Adam Bella. Like, these are all people that we have access to. Yeah. But, you know, but also just, you know, run of the mill, you know, like you need a pediatrician for your kid. Great. Um, I had uh, actually one of my clients, Darlene. She's working over at St. John Fisher and uh, she's a professor over there. And she is a communications professor, but she also uh, has done uh, a, a women in business. It was really big for her. Mm. And my mother-in-law happens to be a pretty influential woman in business. Oh, she is. So I don't even know that or not, Mark. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so and who's I, your mother-in-law? Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I was like, listen, I would be happy to introduce you to her. She'd be happy to, to chat with you. Um, or if you have panels or anything, I'm sure that's, that's something that she'd be interested in. So those hey, kind we, of Did that conversation take place? Uh, not yet, but not she, yet. she is still in the process of getting here. But once she's okay, here, yeah. we're going to grab lunch and, yeah. and kind of go over that. Yeah. So, um, but that's a perfect example, really. So so important, and I'm and I'm really I'm really proud of the extra effort and the lengths to which we go on behalf of our clients as they're moving here, uh, because most especially somebody's moving here in December, January, February. Nobody's socializing, and right. you know the yeah. only the only socializing that we do in uh, November, December, January, February. Uh, you're invited to your friend's house for a meal, usually in their house. Right. And you build a fire and you open a... Uh, but if you don't know anybody... Yeah, it's tough. Which can be isolating and, and very. lonely. So, yeah, I, you know, we do. We pride ourselves. It's, it's not just our clients being happy with their home purchases. It's being happy with where they are, being happy here. And especially if it's someone who's new to the market, being comfortable and happy living in this city. Well, I, I will add one more thought to that. Uh, we... 
at this point in time, help more people move into Rochester from outside of the area than I would imagine any other team or agent. Uh, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that these large companies, these large corporations have grown to rely on us. And they know that if they're interviewing a prospective candidate and that person is uh, staying at the Hyatt downtown, after dinner, uh, after that interview dinner, they walk out the door of the Hyatt, they look left, they look right, they walk back into the Hyatt, they go up to the room, and they made, they've made the decision right there and then not, even if the job's being offered to them, they're not going to move to Rochester yeah. very often. We, on the other hand, act as ambassadors. So we try to find out, oh, you're interested in, uh, in uh, baseball. Terrific. You know what? We're going to introduce you to Naomi Silver, and we're going to take you to a Red Wings game. Classical music? Great. This is Juliana Athade. She's the concert master for the RPO. Let's go to a concert. And we act as ambassadors so that people get really, really excited about coming here to Rochester. And uh, and, and we've seen those uh, businesses that, that utilize the service, and it's just a free service. If somebody does not need to be hired, it's a free service that we offer. We're going to go ahead and we're going to give tour to, tours to prospective employees. And we've seen that as a result of those tours, the, uh, the ability for somebody to actually secure a prospect uh, that has been offered a job, it, it rises significantly. And it comes from such a genuine place because we yes. do love this area. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, you can't fake this. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, rah, rah, rah. I mean, seriously, just, just love it. But, but let's take a quick step back. Um, so you want to do your research on that agent. And, and that can obviously be, again, with the, the invention of the internet makes it a little bit easier. But uh, we work with referral systems and referral networks, Mark. So maybe there's an agent where you currently live that has a relationship with someone in the area that you're moving to. Mm -hmm. That, I think, goes a long way to help build that trust of, all right, this person that maybe you've worked with them, maybe you just know them, but they trust that person. So it helps a lot with that transition of trust. Sure. I, I had a client uh, helping... Uh, an old client, they're not doing anything locally, but they are inheriting a $600,000 property in, I don't know, New Jersey or Connecticut or something. Uh, we started interviewing agents uh, to to make a, a match and a referral because our ability to actually interview is so, we, we can do it in five minutes, what, we, right. what they would take in half an hour. And it's remarkable. I mean, some of these agents aren't even returning phone calls. Like, okay, well, you're not getting the referral. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, and then you start to peel back the layers of the onion. So yes, the referrals are important. So once you get set up with someone that you're comfortable with, that you've done your research on, maybe you've had uh, a referral from an agent that you trust or someone that you trust, uh, that is when, yes, you want to get it. You definitely, I would strongly recommend getting into town, seeing it for yourself, seeing these homes for yourself. But it's difficult, Mark, because we've talked about this. The market itself isn't acting as it once was right. things are so much faster now everything's accelerated homes are on the market for four days versus two months so you don't quite have the same luxury of planning this and if you're not too far off maybe you can come in on the weekends and it's a little easier um but i'm gonna i want to share the story of uh the couple from california that i mm -hmm. represented where they were one of these where they really you know they thought about renting but they wanted to 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 look at homes too and Oddly enough, the very first home they looked at was one of our listings. I looked at it. I looked through. I said, this would be a great match for you guys. I happen to know the agent that is on the seller side of this. So that helped things a little bit. And, and with the, again, technology is something you can lean on here. The very first thing I did was do a FaceTime walkthrough with them of the house, which is the next step of the photos. Because right. let's be honest, sometimes the photos 
you can get they can get it with the angles it's one thing to see it with your own eye mm -hmm. versus you know with the photos so i was able to do that um and they could ask me questions about it and made them a little bit more comfortable with this idea and then we took it the next step because obviously you're living in college so imagine being in their position for a sec you're living in california you're moving to rochester new york um you're gonna you know we want to buy a house this one seems really promising you're gonna want a little more than that right so yeah. we did what we've talked about on the podcast before the pre-inspection and we had the engineer come through with of course the permission of the seller mm -hmm. and did the same thing fired up facetime followed him around he told them all the things they needed to know and they got to the point where they were comfortable enough to put that offer in. That's great. And, and I, I don't actually, I know the property you're talking about. Has this property closed? It has. They're in right now. And they and, love it. Okay, great. That was the question. They, yeah. So they do love it. Yeah. Now, and, now, but what you've just described is very, very, rare. very unusual. Yes. Because most of the time, you know, back to those five piles that I create when I'm getting yeah. 16 offers. Yep. The, most of the time. And so it really does. I, I think it's much easier if you're moving to Rochester from, say, Buffalo or Syracuse. For sure. You know, you see something online, like, okay, I'm going to get in the car and drive an hour and 15 minutes. It's also much easier if you've got the kind of uh, financial ability to jump <laughs> onto a plane and fly in at the drop of a hat. But if you're suddenly trying to move here from L.A. or San Francisco, someplace, you know, West Coast, and it's going to take you a full day, that becomes far, far, far more difficult. So Yeah, so it is certainly a rare story, and that worked out well for everyone, yes. thankfully. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it does lend to how difficult uh, things can be. Um, I have actually another client that I'm working with now. They're moving from Portland, Maine. So again, they could come in. Um, they do plan on coming in at least once or twice, um, but they have family who live in town. So the family will come on the showings with me is the plan for them. Okay. So at least they have someone else's view to be is able to a, walk. Is through. that a good thing or a bad I've thing? yet to meet the family, <laughs> so we will see. I will keep you posted on that. I will check back. Um, but it's very, it's very interesting. That's for sure. It, 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 yes, and it, that, that can go both ways. I mean, my experience is that it's usually uh, not a positive experience. Well, let's. I mean, so. let's. You know, in the interest of full disclosure, we like to talk about every possibility here. We're not trying to hide anything. Yeah, uh, let's get into why. Because this is important to talk about in this specific episode if people are thinking about, well, I might be going to this different market of why your offer may not be as strong in the eyes of the seller because of the fact that you're from out of state and haven't set foot in the place. Right, right. I mean, th that's that's an issue. I thought you were going to, actually, I'm going to take this in a little bit of a different direction. Yeah. I thought you were talking about uh, why it is that having mom or dad walk oh, through your property. You I know that too. That mom and dad are so intent on protecting the best interests of their son or daughter that every property, whether it's the Taj Mahal or the White House, Trump Tower, it does not matter. <laughs> yeah. It's in perfect condition and mom and dad are going to find flaws sure. and they're going to blow deals apart because there's no malintent or malevolence yeah, on their part. They're looking out, sure. There's nothing nefarious going on. They're just looking out for the ads, so that can be difficult. Yeah, I have experienced a little bit of that as well. Um, so that's, that's definitely, there's yeah, some truth yeah, to that. Yeah. But let's get into from the seller side. All right, again, let's get back to these piles. You say, all right, we have this offer. It looks strong. Financing is good putting down a good deposit they seem serious about it but you know they haven't stepped foot and maybe you don't have a relationship with the agent that's representing them to know where they stand even if i do have a relationship with the agent and i know where they stand still some it's, pause it's enormous pause because you don't want to put your seller into the position where they are four weeks into the process 
the buyers finally make it into town from um, Boise. Um, and they walk through like, oh, this is not what we thought at all. Mm-hmm. And suddenly they're trying to find a way out of the deal. That's that's that, that that's very difficult. So well, from the the, the buyer's agent, you are trusting them to put. To, to be as upfront and, and truthful with their client as possible mm-hmm. uh, as well. And again, it all comes back to if there's anything that is full circle for this podcast, it's the expectations, right? Right. Uh, that's the, the key to everything is mm-hmm. setting expectations. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you're really trusting them to set those expectations so they know what they're walking into. So like in the instance for my buyers, they were happy what they saw, right. thankfully. Um, but I can certainly see why there would be a little bit of pause. Oh there. yeah, yeah. You know, it's not you know the shade of aubergine that I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, um, God forbid. So yeah. I can only imagine. So just to keep in mind, you may never find yourself in this position uh, when it comes to buying a house, but a little bit of insight for you as we try to uh, to bring on a weekly basis. Well, and, and this is what we're talking about now. Will probably remain the means by which we're selling real estate for the next few years. But there were points in time, and my God, you know, you go back to 2008, 2010, when, you know, when we were coming out of the recession, and you would have somebody uh, phone in an offer uh, from, uh, uh, from Boise, mm-hmm. um, sight unseen, you were just thrilled. I mean, really? You know, oh, my God, because nobody else was walking, at that point in time, nobody yeah. was walking through properties. Sure. Um, and properties were sitting on the market for, you know, three months, four months, six months, and somebody from Boise was like, yeah, I saw, you know, a few photos online um, here's my offer. Yeah, you're, you're going go. so, yeah, so, so, so to run with it. Good to go. So a lot of what we're talking about is obviously uh, predicated on what it is that's playing out in the market today. Sure. Uh, market conditions obviously do change. Which is pretty much everything we talk about. Yeah, yes, 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 <laughs> yes, For yes, sure. Yeah. So uh, you can always reach out to us, by the way. Here's my dream, Mark. Yes. Here's my dream. I want someone, one of our international listeners, to reach out and say that they're moving to Rochester, New York, and I want to help them find a house. That is my dream. That is the full circle. And and they they would bring their uh, Bengal tigers yes. with them. Let's, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Their exotic pets with their yeah. yeah yes, so. absolutely. That would be the dream for sure. Uh, so as always, we appreciate you listening. Next week on the podcast, we're going to get back on our guest streak um, because Marissa. Because we're our, boring. We're boring as hell. Mar- should we call this is Clara? Uh, Marissa, our social media coordinator. Said, yeah, you guys are great, but it's really great when you have guests too. And then Mark was offended, and I was offended. I, 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 she, she doesn't know this. I'm, I'm firing her at the end of the week. <laughs> this is how she finds out. No, she's great. She's great. But uh, I certainly uh, I, I do agree. It's always good to have a third yeah, voice yeah. every now and again, especially when it comes to lending a certain expertise mm-hmm. as we uh, go through this journey, this podcast journey to break apart every little piece of the uh, of real estate that is out there. Um, yeah, that'll, that'll be, so we don't know who that guest is. We get a few phone calls out. Yeah. 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 Next week, someone will join us. Indeed. That's mis- the plan. Mystery guest. That is yes. the plan. Ooh, yeah. Let's do it as a mystery. <laughs> yeah. We actually know. We're just not telling you. You have to <laughs> yeah, listen yes, next exactly. week to find yeah. out. <laughs> uh, so as always, thank you again for listening. Uh, always helps when you subscribe, uh, share, and just uh, tell your friends about the podcast. Help it grow a little bit. Yeah, we, we, we are grateful for those of you who have subscribed, for those of you who continue to listen, for those of you who are telling your friends. I mean, I'm having a, a great time going out to dinner, going to cocktail yeah. parties. People are listening. People are yeah, so, uh, so thank Shocking. you, everybody. Yeah, yeah, sh- yeah, I still can't understand why, but but it's, it's really great. So thank you. Again, always get more. MarkSiewick.com, M-A-R-K-S-I-W-I-E-C.com. And we'll talk to you again next week on Open House with Mark Siewick and Corey James Moran. Have a great day.